This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Nobody Panic! That's very good. Um, Hello to the 3,000 people here. Um, We all packed in on this boat. We are um, currently recording live on a boat. Um, Gordon's Gin, um, at at Gordon's Gin UK, have taken over a boat up and down the Thames. It's called the Gordon's Line. Um, It's just all about having a nice time on your commute. Just love it, loving life. It's basically. absolutely beautiful. Um, we did this one last night as well. I've lived in London for six years. I've never ever been on the Thames and done a river That's cruise. So sad. It's absolutely, it's beautiful. It's unbelievable. It's a, it's a delight. Um, today's episode is. Um, it's. I'm quite oh, proud so of the sorry. title. Um, it's, we're going to do about thirty minutes. Um, my mum always says, like, tell them how long they have to sit there for. Um, so about <laughs> thirty minutes. Um, She's always like, no one wants it, but you know, this is how long it's going to be about 30 minutes um, do you do that when you do your comedy always and she's, yeah great <laughs> she's and like, for Debbie this she's is always like how long is it like that Brilliant. anyway so about 30 minutes yes um, and this episode podcast. is um, quite natally titled this is Ooh. Tessa um, how to make the most of the 5 to 9 do you see what she's done because it's 9 to 5 but it's the bit after um, yeah <laughs> I'm glad I explained it <laughs> yeah, thank um, you. it's this one's sort of dedicated to my friend Laura oh, who, who's in she's not she's not, no, she's not. Um, but she does listen um, and uh, Laura did a job that she hated um, for a while and um, was on like a six month contract and it was paying well and she couldn't really get out but she hated it and she thought and she kept saying to people it's not about the nine to five it's about the five to nine yeah baby yeah baby so this one's for Laura um, and also what she did with her five to nine was uh, to nothing <laughs> absolutely nothing no um, she passed the bar and now she's a lawyer oh my god yeah, so what she... was her day job if you don't mind me asking oh I, I mean I probably sorry Laura um, it she was oh, sorry, she was uh, like a telemarketeer, and she worked with a lot of very horrible women who um, you had to like. You, they were like, "Oh, hi, hi, hi! How was your day?" But then everyone was on like very competitive commission, and so as soon as the day began, no one would speak to you, and they would like steal your commission from you, and they would call like cold call people. Oh very God, stressful, very horrible, horrible job. But now she, yeah, but now she's, she's a very happy lawyer, and she was so committed to this. Like, it's my fi- my nine to five. I'm sorry, wait. 
my five to nine. Yes. And it was about being like, I do this horrible job in the day, but then this is my time that's for me and you can't take that away from me and I'll use it to work out what, who I, what I love and who so I am. So inspirational. So inspirational. Maybe I'll pass the bar. I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> even take the bar, but I'm very happy that she's taken the bar. Um, now, if you don't know about the podcast, basically... Stop. Um, basically, um, uh, at the beginning of each episode, me and Tessa will sort of report on a kind of grown-up adult thing that we've done this week just to make ourselves feel better and make everyone else feel better about how being an adult basically is just screaming all the time and the bar is quite low for these adult things, yes. aren't they? Um, what, what's yours? Oh, yes. Um, well, I was gonna say, <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I was going to say, my, all, all our topics are always, if you've never heard the podcast before, all they're always how-tos and they're always yeah. like uh, how to do a grown-up thing that we wish we'd... Um, how to be confident. How, to, how to sleep properly. How, how to, to look after houseplants. That's uh, how to do the laundry. Uh, how to work out what all the things on the oven mean. We haven't done either of we those two yet. That is just Tessa's I'm sort just, of every, every week when Stevie says, what should we do this week? I say, those two, please. <laughs> like, Tessa, just do your laundry. I'm like, what is the wiggly line with the light bulb on the oven? <laughs> please. <laughs> okay. Well, all my food is burnt. Um, my gr- adult thing is that I have been uh, inspired by Greta Thunberg, our leader, our lord and saviour. <laughs> I have been very committed to not just meat-free Mondays, but one meat a day. One meat a day. No. <laughs> it's like, I don't think that's what Greta's that's, teaching. <laughs> that's what she's saying, isn't it? It's just more meat. Um, no, I've been really trying to do um, only one day a week eating meat like I'm a sort of Victorian urchin and it's like a treat, you know? Oh, great. A meat for treats. Meats for treats. Love it. You know, it's sort okay. of like, a, we only have meat one day a week. Um, Amazing. And so that's what I've been really trying to do. How's it been going? Uh, all right. I've been calling it like, it's not got a catchy title, Meat Meat Free October. Yeah, <laughs> but fair enough. If anyone can think of anything better, do let me know. We're only on day three. I've had meat every day. <laughs> I was going to say, you had a sausage yesterday. I watched you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. But you know what? Sometimes it's the intention. Sometimes it's the intention. I think that's what Greta says. It doesn't matter what you do. It's what you say on a podcast. That's what Greta says, isn't it? That's what Greta says, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's just... The, the, the heart is here, and, and also what will happen is after a while it will click in, and you will yeah. get you will get on it. Yeah, um, and we all learn through our mistakes. Thank you. That's Thank okay. You. What's yours? Um, I just went to see Hamilton. Um, and uh, we had just, to pick Stevie up at London Bridge and she texted being like I'm still in Hamilton when we were at like St I'm Catherine's Pier I'm not Pier. going to make it and everyone, we're like well, this is sort of a James Bond scenario where Stevie has to like run across the bridge and like jump onto the boat and we're like yeah yeah, yeah. I mean this was also, a- I ran and then the boat took like seven hours to do it so it was like re- I was like go and then it was like <laughs> for ages so the uh, dramatic effect was somewhat was diminished lost, yeah. Um, but how yeah, was no. Hamilton? oh my god who's um, seen Hamilton? Yeah, like three people. Okay, great. Um, it, well, guys, you have to go. It's, it obviously, it's not got enough press. Um, it's, we need to spread the word about Hamilton. It's so good. I cried so hard that my neck became wet. Um, and it is an adult thing because it's got swearing in it and kids aren't allowed. So that shows that I am an adult. Um, I didn't That's... sort out the tickets or really know where it was. So, you know... I, I, you were just taken to the theatre I was taken to the theatre like a child. In the middle of the day on a Thursday afternoon. In the middle of the day on a Thursday afternoon. Like all the grown adults, because I don't have a job. Um, Okay. So, maybe It's very good. It's very good. It's very good. Um, No, it was you. Well done. I'm very good. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I didn't do much. And also, did you love it? I absolutely loved it. It's the best thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Genuinely. I can't wait. Yeah. I've been wanting to go for so long. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Right. I've done nothing about it, so I should really take... (laughs) Adult thing, not adult thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, the five to nine... 
The five to nine. Yes. Okay, what do you do in your spare time, Tessa? Oh, please, what a thing to throw at me out I'm of I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, what do I do in my spare time? No. So, like, when you used to work in, like, jobs... <laughs> <laughs> wow. As in terms well, of, like, office jobs, say, like, when what did we, you do? Me and Stevie first started... We know each other from university, and then we started making comedy together, and now we make this podcast. But when we first started doing comedy, we uh, both had terrible jobs that we didn't like, and then yes. we would come to Stevie's office when everyone had left the office. Secretly, it was a, so my boss didn't see. Do you think we can say where the office... We can even say this. It was on Oxford Street. Yeah. I'm not going to say the company. No. No. It's gone under now. But we worked at Steve. We went, and then so Stevie would finish her day job, and then we would come to Stevie's office and we'd rehearse in a meeting room. Yeah. And we would like to use the printer, like take people's snacks, like yeah. do. We, we in the, we'd be in the office till like midnight. You don't know this. Twice I slept there. Oh, Stevie. <laughs> it's because we had, we'd have like a, a hot gig in like the, the uh, above a pub that no one would come and see. And then we would go back and like do some notes and do some. And I'd be like, well, I've got to be here in like four hours anyway. So only twice I slept on the sofa. Oh, my boss knew. Oh, it's <laughs> awful. Anyway, they fired me. What? Um, <laughs> go on. So sometimes the five to nine can be detrimental and bad. To mental health. <laughs> and also, I think as well, you have this feeling that you have to be maximising all of your time, all of the time now. Yes. It has to be like, what, what, you want to spend your five to nine chilling out after an eight-hour working day? You lazy, horrible girl. Um, yeah. But actually, that is totally valid to do that. Because that's the whole point of the working It's a very millennial thing to be like, what am I, what am I passionate? Hey, I'm so incredibly busy all the time. You won't believe how busy I am. Um, says you, I slept at my desk. So. <laughs> So, you know, you're guilty of it too. No, I said, uh, on, no that's just disgusting. That's yeah. not busy. That's just like, go home and watch, But the other mate. thing is this very millennial thing of being like, what are my hobbies? What are my passions? How can I monetize them? Can I maximize How can it? I maximize it? Oh, I'm on holiday. Oh, can I be tweeting about it? Oh, it's this like constant, there's no oh, yeah. delineation. And so in the sort of turn of the century, um, journey back with the me, 1800s. if you will. Um, when they first started introducing like union laws and like the working, yeah, this right? It's really gone in a direction I didn't expect and I'm <laughs> loving it. Get ready for the the history tour people um turn of the century when they made uh when people were like you can't just put us in the workhouse and work 18 us hours 18 a hours day, a day yeah. like this is absolutely outrageous um and like labor was coming to power and people were like we should be a bit nicer to all the humans they introduced the concept of the working week the five-day week and they also introduced the idea that it was uh, eight hours work eight hours sleep eight hours play Okay. And that was your... So we're quite good. We're not that great at the sleeping part. We're very good at the eight hours work. And the eight hours play is something that we let... That's the first thing to go. Yeah. You know? We're so Absolutely. much better at being like, but the work, but we're like, we should be putting as much attention into being like, but what do you do in those eight hours of play? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Because also the thing I have is when I used to work in a job in the evening, if I did have like a free evening, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Mm. And I'd sort of like just waste it all the time. Or I don't know, like I'd feel quite like tense of all this time in the evening. It's a constant gonna... sense of like, oh, have I done enough have I done enough yeah um and so firstly you can all relax because you couldn't have done more with it this evening like could we be smashing it we're smashing it you're smashing it Alexander Hamilton smashing it at the west end (laughs) like everyone's having a great time so I think the first thing to work out is like when does your when is your personal five because you might be working night shifts you might be freelance you might be um working all hours of the day who's to say like you it's unlikely that you work a nine nine to five yeah traditional job so work out when your 5 p.m is and 
and then stick to it and then be like this is when I stop for the day ignore the emails being like oh actually I know you've stopped but like ignore that just ignore and be like this is the end of my working day and this is the beginning of my eight hours of hard play hard play (laughs) just (laughs) very intense play (laughs) extremely intense play I'm not enjoying it no just be like this is and learn to delineate between work and play and this is I put everything down I turn my phone off and I do something that's totally for me and for myself I think turning your phone off is probably like the first like practical thing of like uh, when you finish work just stop being just on your stop. phone just stop being on your phone like although obviously it's, it's difficult now because things like whatsapp and stuff like that you have to actually communicate with you, with other people in order to know where you're going to do the hard play you know yeah but once you're there you're, you're in the play you're in that t- yes absolutely once you're immersed in the hard play then turn your phone off is that the kind of rule that we're that's going that's the with? hard rule yes. okay lovely I um, went to James Bond secret cinema in the summer and uh, I don't know if anyone's ever been to a Name secret drop cin- yeah hello um, but I don't know if anyone's ever been to secret cinema but they take your phones away from you and they put them in like it's a lot so thing. liberating and there's something apart from pretending to be like an assassin for a bit um, <laughs> with some like out of work actors who are like <laughs> no they're very much in work because oh, they're sorry, performing yeah, at you and they're being paid very well to do sorry, it sorry I forgot that bit <laughs> you know but like there's a lot of you being like where am I supposed to be and they're like well you're in Miami airport and you're like no I know that but please like where, where am I going like I, I, where are I, the toilets I don't I need to go to the I don't toilet. understand my mission like please help and they're like I don't know madam which you're like you should go to Venice and I'm like what the fuck James Bond famously an American franchise. <laughs> <laughs> they were in Miami airport where no one would help you. Oh, so I, annoying. I it was a really fantastic, it was a casino royale. It was amazing. But what's sort of most exciting about it is being surrounded by a thousand people, none of whom have a phone, no one's taking any pictures or anything, no one's doing anything on their phone, people are just totally committed to it. And then you watch the movie afterwards and there's a genuine like visceral sense when people are like, where's my phone? Because everyone's like sat down to watch a movie and what they normally do is double screen and you get your yeah. phone out and you check for messages so bad. and then everyone you could feel people be like like clenching in the, this huge cinema being like where's my phone oh, how can I watch this movie if I'm not also watching my phone like yeah. it's so bad it's, isn't it? it's, it we're in a real mess and I think we need to you know learn to be like and now we put this in a locked bag yeah you know? I have to put my phone in another room when I watch a series that I'm really excited about watching like I'm re-watching Homeland I didn't realise I'd already watched it up until like halfway through <laughs> and then I was like I am really good at guessing these plot points I think he did it. oh he did and then, uh, and then my boyfriend was like you've watched it with me about six months ago so that's, that's my own so, personal that's so journey. I'm so unwell. <laughs> I'm so unwell. I'm just going to have to deal with that. But at the same time, like, I am, yeah, I'm, I'm on my phone. I've, I didn't realise I was doing it until mm-hmm, suddenly mm-hmm, I keep mm-hmm. being like, no, what, I've, I've missed that. And you keep just, like, rewinding because you've you've looked at another screen. So I have to put my phone in the bedroom every single time I watch it. Yeah. So annoying. But it sort of feels quite good to be, like, making a decision. Yeah, because you're it's, a very, it's a real um, false economy of, like, oh, I'm doing two things at once. I'm actually extra busy and I'm actually getting everything done. You're not getting anything done. You're doing several things half-heartedly, all of them quite badly. Yeah. Just like put one also, down. none of them necessary. Like, I'm, I'm looking at like goats fainting. It's like I could have done that, you know, at any point in the day. Yeah. But it is funny and I would recommend a Goog. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So, Fuzzy, we worked that out. You work, you work out when the end of the thing is. And then it's about being like, what am I going to do with my time? And it's about being prepared in advance and being like, this is what I, I, what are my passions? What do I want to learn to do? What do I want to get into? Do I want to learn a hobby? Do I want to go to night school? Do I want to do any start of these Start a podcast. Things? Do I want to start we, a podcast? We started a podcast in our spare time. That is what we did. Exactly. Yeah. That we did that in our, in our five to nine. Be like, what are the things that I, and if you're like, oh, I really don't know. It's like, okay, do you ever feel jealous when you see other people doing something? Do you ever feel like, oh, I used to love that when I was a kid and I don't do that anymore like those are things to check or do you feel like um oh I, i'd love to do that but it's not for me because i'm stupid yeah for example <laughs> sure i'm sorry at the moment i'm i want to write a book and no one's asked me to write a book and no one wants me to write a book um, apart from me and my parents probably um and i've been using my like spare time to kind of like jot things down and, but not about the book just about like motivational slogans to get me to write the book i think it's like the kind of pre-book book planning <laughs> Well, as <laughs> I bring up every single yeah. <laughs> the book thing has got absolutely out of it's hand. It's got out of control. But the thing is that nobody has ever asked anybody else to do anything. To do anything, yeah. you don't have to. No one is ever going to give you permission uh, ever in your life. No Ex- one's ever going to no. say, "Please, would you do this?" Everyone's. No one even has thought about it. it. Has to start somewhere. You have to just do it. Um, and also, apart from maybe like the guys on Queer Eye, who've all, to their credit, smashed out a book this year. They're all quite poor. Um, they. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that was Netflix being like, mm, let's get some sweet dollars. What's the book about? Well, they're it's each like their lives. And they, stuff. No, no, no. They've each done their own person. Do you watch Queer Eye? Uh, yeah, uh, the first season. You've got your season. phone on, so you yeah, don't I've know. <laughs> no, the first season I did, and then so I. So Anthony's written watched. a cookbook. Of course he has. And uh, all avocado based. And Tan's is called uh, Naturally Tan. Very oh, good. Yeah, it's good. Okay. And it's about tucking in your shirt or some yeah, shit. About I don't half. Know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. It's, that's it. Every that's chapter it. is this that. Um, anyway, so they're all just like so. Those are people who have been asked to make a book. Yeah. So like you don't have to. But just but, but look, we are like they, I mean those books don't sound fascinating, do they? So See? actually, look, you've got to start somewhere. They. Um, probably create queer eye in their nine five to nine anyway the thing is like if you're personally thinking like oh i wish i could do this thing and you're waiting for permission or someone to ask you or encourage you consider this to be me being like do the thing do, do it i'd yes. love to see it please that's yeah. for you and for everybody um, um there's also a lot no i was gonna say there's also lots of like you know when like <laughs> the, the answers to most things i've found are like start a hobby or like take up a hobby and, like i don't know what i don't know what a hobby is i don't know what i want to do what like i actually don't think i actually have a hobby i don't know maybe I should get one but um, a lot of people being like yeah star hobby but actually the 5 to 9 is the perfect place to kind of explore just doing some fun stuff like, there's always like a netball team or there's like yoga or there's like a football team that play like you know on Saturday or like, like use that time to actually maybe like 
find out something you want to do that isn't work. So that when someone goes like, oh, wh what do you do? You say your job. And then they go, yeah, but what are you like into? And you're like, my job and drinking and being with my friends. Because yeah. that's not a hobby. And I suppose it will help expand your mind. And yeah, I think if you also don't really know what your hobbies are or your passions, then just get in the habit of just saying yes to everything. Yeah, have a and go. And so if like um, somebody at work is like, do you want to go for, do you want to do this thing after work? Or do you want to join the company um, volleyball team? Or do you want to go kayaking um, trying to think of hobbies and then and then your instinct is like absolutely not I want to go home and watch Homeland get in the habit of saying like yes please even though you don't really want to because you, you, you can just like not go again if you don't yeah, like it just That's go and the thing. see and, and maybe it's maybe you actually do really like it and maybe it turns out to be fun and like just get in the habit of saying yes and when the things are on the notice board being like someone in the company has started a book club and then normally the things that you're like boring not going if that's the sort of person you are then get in the habit of being like I am going to it as a yeah. challenge to yourself and so get in that habit of saying yes to stuff yeah I think that's a, that's a really good idea and there's a there's a cool a cool like comedians football practice and there's some girls in it that I know but I'm too frightened to do it because I'm scared that I'm so bad so I've started I bought a ball and um, in my five to nine um, my boyfriend teaches me how to play football oh that's <laughs> the other day I kicked it so hard I kicked it into a man who wasn't my boyfriend and uh, a dog played with me it was can great boy, can your boyfriend play football like like all like like quite a lot of men who've grown up playing it in the did he in the um, playground. have county trials but then he busted his knee so he couldn't oh absolutely not no he no. was uh, gonna play for liverpool but uh, uh but I, that's literally my dad you're no, just right. describing my dad oh really yeah he literally busted his knee and was supposed to play for liverpool school how did you know that it's because it's every boy's story in the it bar is. oh yeah um but uh, tell them what your dad does instead he's a drummer yeah, but for PJ and Duncan. I mean, that was a long time ago, obviously. <laughs> and for Peter Andre as well, but that's again a long, a long time ago. But that was his that was his passion, and he turned his, his passion into a. It wasn't really his, it was his five to nine because he was basically supposed to be like a track and field athlete or a footballer, and he oh. started playing drums in his spare time because he was like, this is fun. And then he was like, I throw up every time before a game because I'm so frightened. So then he decided to do drumming. So actually, that is a quite a good five to nine story. It's a perfect one. Oh my god. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So now. So I'm, you must go. I will. No, I'm going to. So in like I'm going for like my new year resolution is to join the team, um, but I I've got a good sort of three months of training. I need to work on my uh, striking, my passing, and when when the ball comes to me, what I do. That's the main three uh, things I'll be working my on. My nightmare is walking through a park and then a group of cool lads, a yes. ball comes near me. I know what you're gonna say. And yeah. then the lads are like, oh yeah, and then I have to like head it back to the. <laughs> no, no one needs you to head it. They you don't know. You can just do a roll. Or you could just do like Nobody a... Nobody like, wants you to roll a ball, like a bowling can, ball. Yeah, you can. Everybody should be like that girl. Th thank you for... The, the, all they're focusing on is the ball. They're not being like, how will the girl give us the ball back? I'm sweating even thinking about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I've got very hot thinking about just... Anyway, I really hope you go to football. I'm going to. I'm really going to. I'll probably go once and I'll be too front and leave. But as long as I've done it, then I've like done it. Um, but yeah, it's... it's Say yes. I, I'm, I am. I'm in the process of it. I just need to prep before the yes happens. No, just go this weekend. Oh, no, I'm so bad. No, just go. I don't want to. <laughs> That's the thing. You do want to. No, I do, but I want to go at least knowing I can pass it, throw it, kick it, or I don't scream whenever it comes to me. I think, honestly, you've just got to jump in the water. Just okay, get in great. the water. Just get 
get to the boat. No, like you just got to like for, getting for, for the sake of this uh, section of the podcast, I absolutely will. Great. Okay. Um, the next one is about like getting your social gaming gear. So if you personally think that you, um, if nobody at your office is inviting you to the drinks or the volleyball or the, they're all dickheads or the kayaking, be like, oh look, I guess it's got to be me that's got to be social Susan, and I've got to be the one in charge. So oh, you was in no one's doing. I thought like everyone was having a fun time. They're just not inviting you. I was like, oh, oh no. be social Susan somewhere else because they're horrible. No, no, no. I mean like nobody in your office is doing just, anything. Well, at the end yeah. of the day, everyone just goes home. No one ever says like, hey, do you want to go for a drink? Hey, should we go on the Gordon's line? No one ever like let's start a football team. Let's start an a football office team. One. No one ever suggests anything fun. Then you just have to take that on yourself rather than. I saw this great quote the other day that was like, stop waiting for the cavalry and realize you're already riding a horse. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's relatable. <laughs> You will love Hamilton. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's nice. It's basically like, stop waiting for your own hero. Stop waiting for someone to show up and save you. Be like, oh shit, like, I can do it. I'll invite some. Yeah, it's like that time so, I was like, I've never been on because I don't really go on holiday with friends. And I was like, this is a thing. On Instagram, everyone's always like, I'm in Berlin with my 17 friends. I'm like, I want, I want someone to invite me to Berlin. I can just invite... Would you like to come to Berlin? I'd love to come to Berlin. Do I it. don't want to go to Berlin. No, no I do. I'd love it's to actually quite cool. Um, but yeah, no, I've started. But that's the thing. Like, be that person. Be, be, take the control. Be like, hey guys, stick it on the notice board at work and say like, hey, would everyone like to come and do this? Like, you got to take that initiative. Yeah, actually, when I was in my job, um, we were all complaining because there was no because we like all the other jobs seem to have like we've got yoga on Sundays and then, then like there's cake bakes or whatever. And so we created some little things um, and then like just me and my friend turned up and no one else. Just me and my mate doing doing yoga in a room it's actually quite nice but that's the thing is like doesn't matter like that's on them you know it's not yeah, on you absolutely. like you still it's more fun if anything yeah exactly you were there you know you you that's that that's on them you know like you take that initiative you go for it Absolutely, um, and also like, and if uh, if you have got a friend in the world, then uh, ro- rope them in. First, to whatever congratulations. Firstly, well done you, and secondly, like rope them into whatever it is that you want to do, and then you've got a buddy and you've got somebody that is going to hold you to it because they're like, why didn't you show up to yoga today? You know, why didn't yeah. you do this thing that we promised we were going to do um, in the evenings? And make sure that you, you know, if you're if you want to organise like all your friends getting together and like everyone who lives in London knows you have to schedule it in with a doodle poll like for 2020, and then. Uh, and then nobody shows up so just be like this is happening on Thursday you invite as many people as you can and you're like this is happening and rather than asking people like can you do this can you do this just like take that initiative and be like it's happening you know also I found as well like booking in advance so like my boyfriend wants to do archery um, because he's a cool guy like Robin Hood Um, and uh, he really was interested in it and he was just doing like um, what's the word like booking a class and then going booking a class and then going so he basically just didn't go loads until he like pre-booked loads of them. So it's like, well, I spent all this money. It's sort of like the, the idea of like the gym membership. Well, I've paid, so I have to go. So like, mm. give yourself a bit of a, not, it's not really a deadline, is it? But it's like, give yourself a reason that if you don't go, you'll be like, oh, I've just wasted like 25 pounds. Like that exactly. will kind of hold you to account if you can't go with someone else. That, I found that useful. Yes. Because then I just feel like a horrible person. If, 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 if I'm just guilt-tripping myself, basically. Yeah, 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 exactly. Your friends are negative. The money's accountable. <laughs> if guilt is your motivator, then at least no. it's a motivator, you Absolutely. know? signing up to do a course of something um, even if you're like I absolutely hate this you're still like well we're in the course now Mm. you know this is what I do on a Tuesday and also if if you're like I'm not going to start a hobby because I want to relax that's like I said at the start that's absolutely fine as well but I I think it's very important to kind of like almost plan your relaxing time and it's like in a fun way like a daydream way so you're like what am I going to do I'm going to do this this is I'm going to make this curry from this recipe book okay I have to get all the ingredients in so actually put some time into your 
your relaxation other than just being like, well, I'm at home, what more do you want? Because that's quite boring sometimes. And you can feel like you've wasted your day. But actually, you don't, you don't have to like do anything particularly intellectual. You can just like have a nice time, but you kind of need to know what you're doing before you do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Or, or maybe not, maybe that's just no, no, me. No, no, no. I'm a very chilled uh, out woman. I just, <laughs> I'm I, not. I, <laughs> I think absolutely it does make sense. I think it's about being like, I'm relaxing, but you, what you listed there was like, oh, I'm cooking. Oh, I'm learning to make this curry. Like, oh, I'm doing these things. And so I yeah, think it's about doing things. not, it's not getting home then sort of like being like, oh, what are all the things I was supposed to do? And, and then it's scrolling like... scrolling on my... Because I can scroll on my phone for three hours, fine. And then you feel disgusting and awful when you've done that. And also then you're just looking at other people who are smashing their five to nine and being like, why have... The, who decided to... They've got a netball tournament. Oh, they all seem to be rambling in a farm together. Like, yeah. oh my God. So then you could start feeling bad about you, you, yourself and thinking that you're lazy and stuff. But actually... You know, it's basically you just have to like try and find as many ways as possible to get off your phone. That's essentially what the, the five to nine, the key to having a good five to nine is. Yeah, I think it sort of is, isn't it? Which it's, is quite, uh, it's quite uh, sad, but also true. It, it, yeah, it is. It's, it's true. It's about sort of taking, realizing that it feels like everyone else is having an incredible time, and like, how do they find out about all these things, and where do they learn to do this stuff? But they like this start, boat. They started. But firstly, you guys made it as far as this, so well done. And like, and also, people began in the same place that it feels like you did, where they thought, "Oh, what am I? How is everyone else doing this thing?" And so somebody had to take that, you know, on the cool trips to Berlin. Somebody still had to be the catalyst of that, and it might as well be you, you know, yeah. not to not quote um, Emma Watson at the UN um, <laughs> uh, every day, if I must. Um, but she's, you know, uh, if if not. If not now, when? If not me, who? Is that what she said? That was lovely. She also said, um, what's this little Harry Potter girl doing up here, speaking at the UN? Like that. Oh, she put on a voice and everything. That's her normal voice. That's oh. a phenomenal impression. <laughs> it was like she was in, Emma Watson. It's like she was in the room. Yeah. I hate Emma Watson. Do you? She's so great. Look, she's, she's not here. Gas. No, she is. She's at the back. Um, well, she's so she's, small. She's so small. She's done some great things. You can't just hate... I mean, that's not... I didn't feel like this is an avenue I don't want to go down. She went but. to a school round the corner from me. There we go. Here we go. Yeah. There we go. Oh, the love of it. And uh, obviously, they did those like open castings for Hermione, and they came to my school. And I remember like sticking my teeth out so far in front because Hermione had the buck teeth and everything, and like coming to school with my hair really big. Anyway, and then Emma Watson got it. And it's fine, did you audition? So. Yeah, of course I did. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I completely understand your sort of Emma Watson jealousy there. I get yeah. it now. Well, well, they just they came to they came to schools like they came. Not and, like, my school. Oh, a Northern <laughs> State school. They didn't want to go there. They didn't go there. They didn't go and get you because <laughs> of all the knives. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lovely school. Uh, but it was northern, so that's the end. Oh, I just like they just made everybody like line up in the hall, basically, and then it was just like a hundred girls. This woman, I remember this incredibly glamorous London woman came in these like really high heels and did this like she'd like look in your face and then she'd be like, "Thank you, thank you." Like oh, this. this is an awful way to treat children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she'd be like, "You with me? You with me?" And so you like, oh God, I feel sick even thinking about it. And then like everyone was trying to do a face that was like the most Hermione face they could imagine, <laughs> and like trying to be like, "I know about magic with their eyes," and being like, "Wingardium Leviosa," you know, like trying to do all the stuff. Um, what did she do to you? Oh, obviously, no, thank you. And, um, <laughs> and um, so then you, but nobody got it, obviously, from my school. But like. It, it felt like, oh, well, that was a stupid day. Like, of course, no, she wasn't going to find us. And then the fact that that woman found 
found Emma two schools down was just, you know, it's hard it was to take, all too isn't much. It? It's hard to take. Anyway, good luck at the UN, Emma. Um, and uh, <laughs> that's what she's done with her five to nine. And frankly, I think she's wasting her time. <laughs> But I think the thing stands, which is, if not now, when? And if not me, who? Well, my sister did uh, a great five-time thing. She, like, changed the law on upskirting um, recently. Like, yeah, she's amazing. And that was, she had an advertising job, and that's what she spent her time. I mean, she was exhausted. I, I would say maybe, like, go in soft rather than going straight in hard with a law change, because that was, yeah, she was getting up at all hours. It was horrific. But you, you can you can achieve in your five to nine. Well, I think with, with so many things in life, like and again, like find the personal balance for you. But if you're working towards a particular deadline or finishing something, then it's like throw yourself in. Like why not? You know, life is about sort of like smashing into the end, being like, holy shit, you know. I'm rather, so tired. Yeah, rather than being like, I'm rested, death. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. You know, like d- do true. it. Like go go do the thing. Like stay up all night, finish it. If it's your passion and that's what you want to do, like go right ahead go and do it I love that that's a quite a nice point to sort of end things yes on, also I think. I think we're well, heading into this extreme Whoa. darkness here we this, go under this bridge Earth God, Festival Pier London is so beautiful um, thank, yeah, well, you, thank so you so much thank you so so much for coming um, thank you Gordon's for having us it's so beautiful out here um, and the whole of Gordon's line is all about saying you know take a moment and enjoy um, and just no matter how like how shit a day you've had um, at work just be like oh wow like I'm on a boat and it's cruising down the Thames and London looks incredible and yeah and I'm here, you know. And uh, also do follow us at Nobody Panic Pod. I should say that. Oh yes. And um, at, uh, uh, hashtag Gordon. uh, Go- the Gordon's Line if you want to do any Instagramming or you know tweeting or whatever. Or at Gordon's Gin UK. Thank you so much to Gordon's. Thank you so much to you. We've been Nobody Panic. And have an amazing night. Thank Goodbye. you so much. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. 
you don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.